Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Number My Day for Men podcast, where we discuss all things man and God. I'm your host, DC. Please join us in the fight for manhood God's way. Today's guest is Lawrence Henry. Lawrence is a husband, father of two, and he's also a pharmacist. How are you doing today, Lawrence? I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Sure, sure, man. Uh, So tell us a little more about yourself. Uh, You said it pretty much there. I'm a husband. I have a beautiful wife. We've been married for seven years. I have two kids. They're three and five, so you know they're crazy. Uh, They (laughs) (laughs) they keep me going. That's just me. Uh, I feel like I'm a regular guy. I'm a pharmacist, so um, I love math. I love science. I love uh, learning about medication. I like to not be defined by what I do but rather who I am, just what I'm interested in, things that I love. I have a lot of interests, a lot of hobbies. I'm a big basketball fan, love basketball. What's your team? I don't have a team. I actually have players. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind who are your of favorite a, players? Uh, Dwayne Wade. So okay. since he's retiring, I have to find another one. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I was a superstar until I hit 30. Then <laughs> now I'm a role player. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of things that interest me. I love video games. Um, I'm a kid at heart. I love watching cartoons, superheroes. Mm-hmm. Goku's my favorite superhero. I, I love that. I think kids help you stay young at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I always think you should have three hobbies or interests. One that keeps you in shape, uh, one that keeps you creative, and one that helps you make a little money. Nice. Then that, that's that's me in a nutshell. Yeah. So where are you from? I'm from Dallas, Texas. Dallas, originally. Texas. All right. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I now live in California, Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. At first, I didn't like it just mm-hmm. because I'm not used to traffic. Oh, yes. Yeah. I can't stand being in a car trying to go somewhere. Just it taking me three hours to go two miles. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I, I sympathize. I empathize with you. <laughs> uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Yeah. But that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm learning to love it. I'm starting to find my base. For any guy that's moving towards to a new city, it's important to find a base. Find guys that you connect with, can hang out, find other kids for your kids to play with. Oh, absolutely. Because it's all about community, man. Right. All right. Let's jump into it. Okay. So discuss something you've had to overcome. Well, I definitely have to say it, it'd be trusting God. I know when the, with our move out here, we kind of left everything in Texas. And I thought I was trusting God by moving out here, but I really wasn't. I kind of had my own agenda, what I wanted to do. And I thought we were going to move out here and totally succeed. I ended up working for a pharmacy and they closed down and I ended up leaving. And in my process of leaving as a pharmacist, I thought, hey, my degree speaks for itself. I find a new job right away. And it took seven months for me to find a job. I I guess that's the normal process. Like when you look it up, when you type it in Google, Mm -hmm. it says it takes people half a year to a year to find a job. But for myself, I thought I was going to find one right away. Mm -hmm. And when I didn't, I realized that I didn't trust God as much as I thought. I kept on asking, why, God, why can't I find anything? I kept on going on interviews. And it just seemed like nothing was opening up until I kind of just gave it to him. And it's crazy the way this podcast is time because last week I just found a position. (laughs) And not only did I find one, I found two positions (laughs) at the same time. So after going on seven months with no offers and finding two offers uh, within the past week, that that really helped my trust in God. So how were those seven months? Uh, like they, what, what lessons did you learn? Like how, um, how to go for you? 
I, I found out it's not my timing. It's, uh, it's God's timing. And he can see things uh, ahead of what I can see. It, it also taught me to value my wife more mm. because I was kind of the homemaker during that time. Mm-hmm. I was taking care of our daughter. I still don't know how to do her hair well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, during that time, it taught me how to uh, help manage the household. And it made me realize the work that my wife was doing. Oh, wow. um, but it taught me how to cook, how to get the kids ready for school. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm working, it kind of takes the little burden off of my wife. So in the mornings, I can help get the kids ready um, halfway, and then she can help. So it, it's not all on her. Nice. Lessons learned, man. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Most definitely. So what's your biggest struggle today? I think it's still trust, trusting God. To me, the Bible, it's just a whole bunch of stories about people learning to trust God. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's my biggest struggle, uh, just trusting God, because I'm a guy to where I kind of see, got to see where it makes sense. I, I I like math. Two plus two equals four. But with God, he kind of tells you something that he wants you to do. Like the way it is now, it doesn't make sense. This is doesn't, you want me to do this? What, what, how am I going to do this? <laughs> and he wants us to trust him to say, Hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about this. I got this. I'm going to walk you through, but you're just going to have to trust me along the way. <laughs> Yeah. God's like, math doesn't matter to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can make two plus two equal whatever I wanted to. <laughs> uh, what is the greatest lesson you've learned? The greatest lesson that I've learned comes from my father. He told me just to try different things and something to work out just to keep trying. He always tells me the story of WD-40. Mm-hmm. Um, he's told me this story like 500 times, <laughs> but it's, it's a good story. Let's hear it. It's, it's a good story. He said the guy that invented WD-40 called it that because he tried to invent it 39 times and <laughs> failed. <laughs> and then on 40, he finally got it right. <laughs> so my uh, the greatest lesson I've learned is to just keep trying things and not be afraid to fail. And nice. when you do fail, learn from those failures and yes. apply it. And eventually you'll succeed in what you're doing. Yes. Uh, you got to be persistent. Whenever I see a can of WD-40 in Home Depot, it reminds me of that lesson. <laughs> man, I love that story, man. Uh, what is the best and the worst advice? Excuse me. Let me say it again. Hmm. Advice? What kind of word is that? <laughs> I like that. the best that. and worst advice? <laughs> what is the best and worst advice you've ever received? I say the worst advice. Is that? No, the worst advice I, I've... I've received, I'd say it's two things. Mm-hmm. The first one comes from society. It's just do you. Mm-hmm. A society says do you. No matter what, you got to put your needs first. And as a father and a husband, you can't really do that. You can't. When you wake up in the morning, you kind of got to put your kids and your wife's needs ahead of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, you, Of course, you got to find things that are in- interesting. But uh, if you put your your needs first all the time, you won't have a good relationship as a father to your kids or the husband to your wife. Right. And, and that's what it's all about, building relationships. Now, the second one is, uh, and this one's kind of close to me, it's quit your job now and do what you love. Of course, I think that's important to do, but you can't do that without a plan. When we first moved to California, I didn't look for work at first because we have a snow cone business. And I was thinking, okay, I'm going to quit my job as a pharmacist and just do the snow cone business. Just in doing that, I realized you have to have a plan. 
Right. Because even businesses, it takes at least one or two years to, to make money. And in this super high rent from California, <laughs> oh yeah, you kind of uh, need funds right away. Right. So I think that's one thing. It's, it's great to, to love what you do. But I think if you have a, a day job, you should stick with it until you're able to quit it, until you have the funds and you're able to build up that second business to where you're able to take care of what you're supposed to as a father, able to right. take care of your rent, right. able to take care of your mortgage. It's, it's great to think of the dream to quit running your own business or anything of that nature. That's it's tough. You're working all the time. Effort. Yeah, definitely. Time. And I know you know. Yeah. But I, I just say those two things are, are the worst advice that, that I've ever received. Okay. Oh, what about the, well, we already got the best advice. Oh, yeah, we, we got the, the, my we, already got that. the <laughs> we already got that one. <laughs> Why do you believe in God? How has your belief changed your approach to life? And what would you tell a man struggling to fully commit his life to God's word? Mm, I believe in God because it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I think through all my struggles, all my time doubting God. But by, by the way, I think if you doubt God or question God, you believe in him. Because who are you questioning if you like God's got to be there if you're questioning them. Mm-hmm. And that's when you grow close to him, when you question uh, mm-hmm. whether he's there or not. Um, I think it's fair to question God and to say, why did this happen? Because that's it's a relationship. You want to know why things happen with your wife. It's, it's about talking to him. With your wife, you have a relationship with her because you talk to her. With your kids, you have a relationship because you talk to them. Mm-hmm. With God, you have a relationship because you talk to him and spend time with him. I, I like to say that I'm, I'm not religious. I, I think there's a different... I don't think God's religious. I don't think Jesus is religious. Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference between spirituality and religion. I think religion is us trying to earn God's favor. And spirituality is actually having a walk with him. I, I just like to say this. I, um, I'm not a fan of the tithe. Uh, just the way that a lot of churches do it. Uh, I think it's more about generosity and giving. Uh, that's what Jesus was more concerned with. Through the tithe, a, a lot of churches churches use it to stay afloat. Just biblically, if, if we do want to observe the tithe, we don't do it to the full extent. In, in fact, with the tithe in the seventh year, all debts were supposed to be forgiven. The tithe was supposed to be given to the poor, but we don't observe that. Um, I, I think there's a disconnect with that. And if we got to follow this fall completely, right, follow it right? completely. So I got off topic, but uh, <laughs> I believe in God because he's a God that wants everyone to be equal and he loves us. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone should should be equal. I don't mm-hmm. think one person should be valued above above another. Absolutely not. And that's why I believe in God and that he wants a relationship with us. So I'd say if someone were struggling to fully commit with God. I'd urge them to see what was missing in their life. If they don't think anything is missing, then there's no need for them to seek God. But if they do see, think something's missing or if there's a habit or addiction they can't break, mm-hmm. the only way for them to feel complete is to seek a relationship with God. And a lot of people are like, oh, how do I seek a relationship? How do, how do you get a relationship with God? A lot of people just say get a relationship and they don't tell you how. It starts with commitment, commitment for them to wake up early and spend at least 15 minutes reading the Bible daily and just trying to talk to God, just trying to pray with him. Uh, if a man can do that, then he can start his commitment and he'll start hearing from God. I don't know how he'll hear. It'll be crazy. It'll, it won't make sense, but it will. I don't know how to explain it. It's the way God is, right? It doesn't make sense, but it does. It doesn't make sense, but at the same time, it's perfect sense, right? So how do you stay committed to God's word? I stay committed by being disciplined reading God's word. I'm not the best at reading, waking up every day and reading it. Mm-hmm. 
one thing I try to do, I either read his word, I try to read uh, another book commentating on this word. That's that's what I try to do. Okay. Um, Just and, have a relationship with God. Yeah. Try to maintain a relationship. <laughs> yeah. How can you maintain a relationship you don't communicate? Yeah. Right? That's true. If I have a relationship with you, I'll text you, call you, yeah. you know, talk to you, but we're talking right now. Yeah. And we need to carry that on with, with Christ as well, with God. Yeah. Is to talk to him, pray, read his word. That's true. Absolutely. That's true. And we're talking, also, we should listen. Yes. Yeah. I know that's where- Very important. <laughs> oh, definitely, man. Very important. <laughs> I know that's where, as a guy, it's kind of hard. It seems like it, we want to talk. We want to ask God for stuff, but we don't want to listen. Yes. Uh, sit, and listen can be like meditating. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know there's several times where I've asked God for something mm-hmm. and know the answer, but not willing to really want to do what God wants me to do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, or even sometimes where you're, you're talking to somebody and you're led to to share something with them that you know God has put on your heart. It's a matter of listening and doing what God says. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Hmm. That's, that's deep, man. Yeah. So what are your goals today and how do you plan on accomplishing them? That's a that's a very good question. Um, I think goals are definitely important mm-hmm. uh, because without goals, you're kind of just doing stuff. You need to have goals. You need to have reasons why you're doing things. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of goals. I'll just go over a couple of them with you. Sure. Yeah, a lot sure. of them are ambitious. A lot of them are small. Uh, but I think all goals are important. My first and foremost, my goals are uh, to spend time playing with my kids every day. Okay. At least sometimes, at least an hour a day. Just playing with them, spending time with them. Uh, my son likes Beyblades, so we battle all the time. And my daughter, she just likes singing. We'll sing and just hang out. Another goal of mine is to have a date with my wife once weekly, mm-hmm. uh, because those are two relationships that I have to have. Like I have to strengthen those. Yeah, we have her parents watch the kids. Mm-hmm. And we go out once a week and nice. spend time. It might be at a movie, it might be dinner, but we spend time getting to know each other. Because the kids aren't going to be there one day and it's just going to be us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, one day, one one blessed day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, we just got to keep that relationship going. I know a lot of people, when the kids move out, they can't stand their wife mm-hmm. and it's it's hard to live there. So I don't want that to happen to my household. Um, and my wife's really good at keeping the date nights. She's, uh, she's a planner. I have a couple goals for myself. One is one's for pharmacy want to stay up to date in pharmacy and uh, medicine mm-hmm. and just so I can tell people when they need medication, when they don't, there's doctors prescribing something that uh, I don't think they should be taking or mm-hmm. if they exercise, they can get off of high blood pressure medication. That's another, my goal is this, just to stay up to date okay. um, so I can help people because at the end of the day, it's all about helping people. Yeah. Uh, another goal of mine, and I bought the domain name to the website, but I wanted to create a website telling people about medications and to make the articles interesting. I think a lot of the stuff you read, it'll be just a whole bunch of side effects. I want to make it interesting to where like a narrative where people read it is interesting. Like a website blog? Exactly. That's the goal of mine. Okay. The last one. When are you planning on getting that started? uh, So I've already started it, but I haven't published anything. I've written some articles. I just haven't published it. Got you. Because I want to have some content for the page. Okay. Have you built the, the site yet? I started building it. I, yeah, it, you ask me a good question. <laughs> but yeah, I I hope you can uh, hold me accountable on that. Sure. To building that site because that's I something I've, I've, that's, I've been wanting to do for a little bit of time. Okay. 
the last thing is we have the snow cone business. I want to keep building that in between the, the jobs that I'm working and spending time with the family. So I want to build that to eventually cover our house note. Nice. At, at least that or more. And mm-hmm. also so we can provide jobs for some kids. I just wanted to grow in that way. But that's that's me in a nutshell. That's I know I, me saying that on the podcast, now you're going to hold me accountable to their website. So <laughs> I'm about to get the writing. But uh, those are my goals. The street goes both ways. Nice. Uh, nice. <laughs> hold me accountable as well, brother. <laughs> uh, so do you have any final thoughts? No, it's just been a, it's great that you asked me to do the podcast. I don't think, I feel like I don't have a lot to tell people because I'm still growing in my walk with God. Mm-hmm. And we all uh, are. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Now, this is a, it's great to have an opportunity to speak and it's actually good just hanging out with you. Yeah. But I think, I, I just think guys, we need community. We do. And We do, man. Yeah. It, whether it's a pickup basketball game, guys you just hang out with. I think it helps to share the struggles that we're going with, share our overcoming of those struggles. Right. Just because God didn't mean for us to do it, go through it alone. Absolutely not. So I, I think whether it's working out together, getting together for fellowship, mm-hmm. I don't think it's all about church, uh, being at church all the time, mm-hmm. but get together with some guys outside of church. Yeah. Because people have like a church face True. Uh, that they put on. Like, oh, I'm holier than now. But when you know somebody outside of church, you get to know the real them. You do. And that's what it's all about. It is. Yeah. So, okay. can you close us in prayer, please? Yeah. Uh, Father God, I thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to meet with Darnell and to be with him and his family. I, I thank you for all you've done for us. Thank you for the opportunities that you provided. Thank you for the struggles that you've allowed uh, me and us to overcome. Um, I thank you for family. Father God, I pray that something was said in this podcast or this interview that'll help touch somebody and help them to just growing you and to bring them closer to you uh, because you love each and every one of us and you just want to be there for us. You just want to know us and you want us to know you. Please help us to just grow in you and we give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at numbermyday at gmail.com. And please visit numbermyday.com to join us in the fight for manhood God's way.